And welcome to Living That Belle V. I am your host, Monday Young, international life and business coach. And today I am going to be talking with Carolina Principe, who is a popular blogger. And her blog is called The Petite Parole. Now, Carolina is Brazilian and has come to France and moved here during the pandemic. But she has been able to, throughout her journeys of travels, to take her culture with her. And today we're going to be talking about how we can share our journey with you know, our people with, with our people we've left behind, plus to be able to share part of that with our culture so that they're able to understand what we experience when we are abroad. And so I'm really happy to welcome Carolina. Hello, Carolina. Hello, it's a pleasure being here with you. <laughs> yes, thank you for taking the time to join me today. So Carolina, I want to jump right in and I want you just to tell me a bit about you, where you're from and how you got your blog started. Okay. I'm Brazilian from Rio. I'm a tourism professional and I started my blog on a trip to South Africa. Okay. But it was an, at another address, another platform. Okay. It was on uh, a different platform at the time. Exactly. And uh, so what, what made you what made you want to uh, start the blog for your journey? Was it because your friends and family asked you to do that or you just wanted to be able to record what you were doing? Yes, it was a way for them to join my my trip. And what at first was just a, like a personal record for my for, for me and my family. Yeah, like a travel journal gained more attention because people actually participated asked me about it and some followed my footsteps on the trip based well, on my experiences. Okay. So some people from reading your experiences, it motivated them to actually try the same things. Yes, exactly. Well, that's exciting. It is. It was and a big was, responsibility. Yeah. And so I'm saying that must have been, uh, that was something that I'm sure you weren't expecting to, to come out exactly. of it. Exactly. Yes, unfortunately, I lost the access to this other blog and started this new one, the Petit Parole. And in this one, telling about tourism, uh, yeah. but also experiences from my daily life. And I, ne like you said, I never did it thinking about gaining more followers and audience, uh, but really giving my point of view about experiences, both gastronomic and tourist, as well as personal. And it was gaining ground just because just just today i'm taking a course on instagram strategies because until then i did everything anyway like following my head okay so basically you you had you had an organic audience you weren't trying to attract people it was just that people really liked what you were sharing and it and it kind of picked up on its own exactly that was that was it so why did why do you think people were so drawn to the thing? I think uh, 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 a bit of a lot of things. Okay. Like, for example, the, when it started, it was because I was having this experience in South Africa with this app called Couchsurfing. Right. Where, where I was, uh, I stayed in 
houses from different people. I changed the locations and I stayed for free in a house. Yeah. I mean, and I know they, couch surfing, you get to people open if they have a free space, a couch, a room, um, anything you can come and you can stay with them for free. And it's more of like an exchange, right? Of like yes, culture. Yes, and I share about, uh, uh, about my culture and a different dish, for example, a Brazilian dish for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've done something similar to couch surfing. I think most people know, you know, kind of kind of know what it is. But yeah, it's a nice way to travel and uh, inexpensively at the same time as well. Exactly. And that was the idea because I was with a friend and we decided um, what will we expend this money? Yeah. Uh, instead of expending this money in hotels, Let's do more, more, more things. Let's know more places. And that yeah. was the and connect idea. with real people, right? Exactly. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we, we had this experience of staying a, a shack yeah. and <laughs> other, and with, with lo real local people, uh, uh, African from different places. Right, right. And even Indians and a guy from Jordania. And yeah, so you basic people got to see things that they normally wouldn't see because you weren't doing tourist, touristy sort of spots. You were staying in like the authentic places where exactly. you were going. Right, exactly. right, right. And so I'm pretty sure that's, I mean, because we all see those pretty pictures of, you know, of, you know, the same museums, the same this, the same that. So maybe that's what drew people was that it was a more of a raw ap approach to, to traveling. Yes, I think so. And after, and after this trip, like I work with tourism, I, yeah. I can, I, I often go to a lot of events and people like to, to, to know about. So yeah, those I different they places. they stay there for this. Right, right. And, and a lot so you... of other things. After I met my husband on other app, on Tinder, yeah. and people want to know about. Yeah, so once they started to get involved and invested in your journey, they just kept following you along the, the whole process. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And so in what year did you start your blog? When? Yeah, when did you initially start it? Uh, I, I, on this trip, that was 2016. Okay, so 2016. And yes. did you find that Brazilians started to just tell other Brazilians and other Brazilians and other Brazilians? And that's how it sort of ended up you taking not just your friends and family, but sort of your, your, your whole Brazilian culture with yes, you on your journey? I think yes, because when I started, it had this group on Facebook about uh, trips in South Africa. Okay. And I usually share there the posts and okay. people got involved there. Nice, nice. And do you think that it comforted it comforted people like other Brazilians that you were from that you were Brazilian to hear your story like that's why they connected cuz they could identify with you? Yes, identify and to and sometimes not to follow the same steps because Yeah, it yeah. wasn't that easy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, good, good. And so let's let's kind of bring you up to where you, you know, to where you are now. So I know 
that you that you moved to France during the pandemic, which I know yes. is like the worst time to to move somewhere, especially when you're yes. new to a country. So talk to me a bit about how you you came off of your traveling and you you ended up here in France. Okay. Um, I moved because my has my husband was transferred. Okay. And so you um, married your husband, your, your husband, did you meet him in, in Brazil or you met in him Brazil. in Brazil? No, in okay. Brazil. Okay. Yes. And like you said, if moving is already difficult, moving to another country is more, but moving to another country during the pandemic is even more complicated. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yes. Changing country and during the COVID period was hard, for example, uh, things like um, we had to choose the apartment on the website without visiting first. Oh, wow. And yes, when we arrived, we we liked it a lot. But for example, the kitchen ceiling is low and my husband is very it's tall. tall. <laughs> One night, he can't stand on tiptoe in the kitchen, for example. Right. <laughs> and um, I moved to Paris in March just before the, the third lockdown just before the third lockdown okay yes and it was strange because i had been here before and this time it was different in addition to the code uh the city was completely closed and with time sure. with with time restrictions to return home but i also had to go after the bureaucratic parks sure and uh, Yes, and, and that part's a little bit more difficult here. Yeah. And so to follow your husband uh, to France, did you leave your career to in, in Brazil to follow him here? Yes. All right. So that must have been that must have been kind of hard arriving and not being able to jump into the workforce because every I mean, tours, you work in tourism, so everything must have yes. everything was at a halt. So you really it didn't said. have a choice. Exactly. And the, and also the language here sure. has been a barrier. Has been a barrier, has been, a has barrier, been a barrier. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was it more difficult than you thought it was going to be? So, uh, as I took French course in Rio before coming, yeah, I thought I, I would get here already speaking well. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, then, because like, in theory, it's not the same. Like we think like, oh, I'm doing great. You know, well, uh, that's it. B b uh, the everyday French is different from the from the course and French people speak fast, some yeah. slang. And I was frustrated because uh, I didn't understand anything, but I tried not to block myself. Right. So even without understanding it right, I started talking and tried not to depend on my husband, who is fluent in the language. Nice. And today I can already have a conversation, but I still ask the person to speak slowly. If you speak slowly, I understand. And I still take classes, but it's only once a week. I mean, I miss practicing more, but and I depend on learning the language. So God willing, I can get a job next year. Yeah. And do you find that your blog and posting and writing pushes you to, to, to go out and to sort of meet France where it is right now so that yes. you can share? Yes, exactly. Because I like, I force myself to, to go, to go around and meet places by myself because my husband is, is working all day. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
then yes, of course, this helps me a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and also at the same time, people get to experience what France was like during the pandemic. Um, and also being a trailing spouse, right? For a lot of trailing spouses, I mean, I'm pretty sure you're not the only one who had to move with their partner during the pandemic. You don't know the language. You don't know, you, you know, even, even if you wanted to go around, everything is closed. And then once it opens back up, was that strange, you know, once you had been inside for so long and everything started to open up again to get yourself to, to, to get back out there and to start looking around? Yes, it was. And, and, and like the most people I know, they are from Brazil. In Brazil was still everything closed. And here, when, we, when I started to, okay, I can go out without the mask. And it was strange yeah. to show to the Brazilians, like, okay, I'm without, a, I'm, now I can, I can, I'm free. Hey, like. <laughs> I can breathe the air. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But yeah. it was so so good to to return and go to museums yeah. and restaurants it was like okay i'm yeah i was boring again yeah and so doing that doing the blog has given you some purpose and focus during the time of your your transition no i think i think it's the the opposite because i right. don't think about the i share my experience on the blog yeah so I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't stop and think what can the blog, what can I do with the blog? Nice. You know, I, I know that I, I, I should do, but. No, you shouldn't because apparently what you're doing is totally fine. And that's why you have a following. And maybe that's why it works because it's so natural. Yes. I don't have like a strategy, a strategy, strategy. for the blog. Nothing. I only share the things I uh, I think uh, are important for me. I, I even right. don't. I and I. I don't think like ah. I don't know if these people will like this will or like, like that. this yeah. topic. I. I just do it. You just do it. That's great. And <laughs> how do you? How did you get to the point where you were? You allowed yourself to be so vulnerable and sharing. You know the the different intimate details about your life and your journey. I really don't know this. I don't have this answer. Uh, other people already asked me this. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I I'm a I'm I think I'm a person that I, I I love to talk. Yeah. I love to to share. Like I want to share my life, but I also want to know about yours. Yes. You yes. Know? Yes. You and like I think the exchange. The, exactly. I think the the blog is a way to even to find my myself is a, it's mm. like a, a therapy for me yeah i think it's that i i when i when i write down is a way to to get my my head more calm and, and clear to organize my thoughts yeah and it's i mean and that's what journaling does right yours is just more on a more public platform is like writing what's inside of swimming around our heads and, and getting it out is a very therapeutic process. Yes. Like journaling and, and, and sort of, and you get to kind of see how you're feeling and, and what's exactly. going on. It is like a really therapy for me. Yeah. It's like you get to see yourself kind of objectively, even though you're the person who wrote, 
who wrote it. It's like when you're reading it, you kind of get to have a little bit of distance and a different perspective about your life when you reread things. Or at least that's how it is for me. Is that how? Yes, it, it is. It is an, uh, an important exercise for me also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so how important do you think it has been for you to 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 learn the language? How has that, how, how, do you, how do you feel the more you learn, how has that changed? How has that changed how you interacting in France? Has it made a big difference? No difference at all? No, yes. Uh, uh, I think it's not a very big difference, but I also, I, I can see a difference already. Right. And so what would, what would some of those be? Like when I, ju when I, when I arrived, I can talk, uh, I, I can talk with, uh, I don't know, to, to make some shopping. It was fine. Right. Right. But only this. Okay. Now I can already sit down on the, the terrace. In the sun, yeah. <laughs> when there yes. is sun. <laughs> and uh, call someone to, to just chill out and I can understand. But right. that thing, if they speak very, very so fast, yeah. it is really difficult for me. Okay. And I stay like a bit sad when I, and this happens. When um, I'm trying to talk in French yeah. and, they, and they see that's going difficult for me and they change to... English. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, they yeah. ask me if I speak Italian. Ah, <laughs> like, let's switch to something easier. Yeah, I mean, that is that always does give you a little bit of like a kick in your self-esteem when you're making a huge effort to speak the language. You're like, do you want to speak English? You're like, no, I'm trying to speak French. Exactly. Like... But for example, when I have to do these bureaucratic things that like go to the Mehi, Mehi yeah. to yeah. resolve the, the problems, then I, I, I prefer to speak English because there are very important things to, to say and to, to understand. To understand, exactly. And so when you're doing these important appointments at the prefecture and the Mary, you're getting people who speak English in... in... No, 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 no. No, like uh, only if I have a lot of luck, but... Yeah, yeah. Usually only only French, and like we had a big problem there at the Mehi, and then I asked my husband to go there to try to understand and help me because it was complicated. Yeah, it was complicated. It was complicated yes, because I have a lot of technical terms that I can't understand. Stand. Yeah. 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 And I think I think that's I think that's one of the biggest things. I think when you don't have the language is that you feel dependent all the exactly. time. It's just it's just horrible. It's horrible. And I really think that it's one of the things that can eat away at your especially, you know, when you move abroad and and, and you're already following someone and you're not working. I think those small things, like the more dependent you get, starts to eat away at your 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 confidence and your yes yes exactly like I I sometimes I stay like oh what's happening why did I did I do this <laughs> did I can't? exactly yeah. because I had my work I had my life mm -hmm. and now I'm I am here learning to, but it's also important because I'm sure. here now learning to do things that I I don't used to do in Brazil yeah like yeah. we don't have a, a and you a, get to show Brazilians also you know what they can yes, do that it's possible yeah. to to change and to make it different like for example simple things that 
in Brazil I used to do and here not um, to go to the the manicure and pedicure yes. all the way <laughs> yes. weekly because there is it's cheap. cheap yep it's yes. the United States too and in here, France to get a pedicure since March I don't do my nails yeah. In France, to get a pedicure, it's so expensive and it's not good. Like, they do not do pedicures the same way. Yes, and the Brazilian wax also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat the wax, yes. Like, I have a a really good friend. She's she's Brazilian and she was like, they don't get out all the hair and it's not done (laughs) properly and it's not clean enough. I don't even know because I... (laughs) You haven't gone... No, <laughs> and and to clean the house also because in Brazil we used to have a person to do that for us. That's yeah. like normal. Yeah. And here is also very expensive, and that's it's, it's uh, that I think that's uh, a great thing for me because yeah. now I have I know about the house, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah, I you feel more t- in charge of your home. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to cook, uh, it is that that is a great experience. So that I'm having. So if you were to, you know, if someone was thinking about becoming a trailing a trailing spouse, you know, they're 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 going to a place where they don't necessarily, you know, speak the language, and with the COVID, things still haven't turned totally back to normal. What would you say is some 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 things that they could do to support themselves that has helped you during your during your transition so far? I think read read about about the place. Uh, yeah. Don't don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of. You will be. Yeah. But of try course. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, try. yeah. Try not to let the fear stop you. Stop you exactly. Yeah. Not to block you and. To to if possible to already know what people from this place to share the cult- the culture with you to yeah. and to, to teach you some uh, basic things like uh, make a fidelity card in the market that will <laughs> help you you know yeah, the yeah. the silly things that are important on our everyday life everyday life exactly. And uh, and to would have you, hope, have hope that everything is gonna, gonna be all right. Gonna be okay one day. And so, have you been able to connect with the Brazilian community since you've been in Paris? Has that helped at all? No, I have a. a I did a friend here, a Brazilian yeah. couple, because they 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 did the same thing, the same thing, and uh, my husband already knew them. Okay. And they live just beside us. And that was important for us to... To kind of have a connection. A connection. And both of us didn't know anything about and tried to to go on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always recommend people when you first come is to start within your community. Because it's... How can I... How can I, I... Me, this community. No, okay. So it would be like figuring out where, you know, if there's Brazilian organizations in Paris and 
just participating with them, even starting a group yourself, maybe like when I came to Marseille, mm-hmm. um, I didn't meet any Americans. I was like, there's, or any, any Anglophones. I didn't meet that many Anglophones. So I started my own language exchange group one, because I had been out of the country for three years and I needed to get my French back up. So I started, I, I started a group on meetup or whatever for people to come, you know, and we just exchanged language for an hour. Like they would, I would speak English and then they would speak French and we would just, and we would just change and sort of, you know, either going to events where you can exchange your language and, and culture, finding out where the Brazilians are and starting there. And normally your culture your your culture will open up the French culture to you because they're probably going to be married to a French person or have French friends and French this. And then that helps you to kind of branch out. Um, and to not do the thing is like, just if you do find your community, just to stay within it, but to use it as kind of a foundation to, you know, just to have something familiar and then to help you connect you with the outside community that they're already familiar with. Ah, yes, yes. It's a great idea. I'm going to try to do this because I, I met this, this friend and uh, I also know some people, but we don't use to, I also know some people, some Brazilian people here, but yeah. we don't have like a, an appointment every month to talk yeah. about. It's something like, okay, you're there and I'm here and yeah. that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But I think it's important to have this yes. community. And you have something to look forward to. And it's kind of people get used to you because that's what people have to understand. Like when you move to Paris, people are very busy. Everybody is busy. It's Everybody, hard. Yes. yes. Everybody busy. is busy. You have to book someone like a month in advance. So if you plan something that you do or something you go to, people get used to you and then they start to think about you inside of their social circles. But if they don't get used to you and they don't know you, they won't think about you. Yes, exactly. And yes. that is I'll really important to, to integrating in. Well, Carolina, I'm so, unfortunately the time has just flown by, but I want to I want to thank you so much for coming and, and just sharing again your story with all of ah, us. And I want you. you to tell people where they can find your blog, um, you know what they what they can find on there. So just go ahead and take a minute and let everyone know where they can where they can find you. Ah, you okay? It was a pleasure, Monday. Thank you very much for this opportunity. My first podcast and I was a bit <laughs> nervous. nervous. You did excellent. Uh, so uh, an answer where they can find by my name. Okay. Is at Carol underline Principe. And the blog is blog Petit Parole. It's already a French name. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> blog Petit Parole dot WordPress dot com. Okay, perfect. And I will be, for all those listening, um, I will be putting in the description um, all the contact details for Carolina also. So you can find that there on WRP or on my Instagram or Facebook page when um, in the post of the description of uh, the broadcast today. So I just would like to thank everyone for listening and we look forward to speaking with you next time. Bye, Carolina. Bye-bye. Thank you.